What's going on, everyone? This is Keith from BizBody, and I had something that really struck me today because this past weekend was the um, advanced course for the muscle system specialist in in um, Columbus, Ohio. And what was really cool about it was this idea of kinematic synergies and or what people are viewing as far as parts of the body that are moving that are connected to other parts of the body. And this is going to be a little bit more technical of a of an episode today because it is dealing with the very first part, part one of decision making. And this idea of decision making has, has I've had trouble thinking about where to begin with decision making. And uh, the Muscle System Specialist course actually goes into a really interesting depth of the process of decision making. So I'm going to put this from my point of view from um, a couple of different courses that I've taken. Um, again, some of this is from the Muscle System Specialist course. I am an affiliate for the Muscle System Specialist, Specialist course, and I am biased that way. So I want everyone to know that right off the bat. But I, I also am biased that way because it's been such a huge impact for me. There's been other courses that have really helped me as well. Um, and, and I want to share um, as much as I can with you guys with, uh, with this decision-making framework. Because what, what seems to happen a lot is, let me know if this is happening, because this, this is what happened to me. Like, like there was a, um, a situation like where somebody comes in, I'm using the word like a lot, but I apologize for the vocalized pause, where someone had pain and, and, and we're training, right? We're, we're, we're sitting up a session where someone's training, whether, whether it was a coaching session where it was an athlete or a general population where someone comes in and they're training, now, I primarily do general population, so it comes up a lot more frequently where not everyone heals. What's the difference between the athlete and the normal person is that the normal person uh, doesn't recover like the athlete because the athlete is uh, genetically and muscularly tuned to recover better until they're not, and that's when they usually retire. Um, so all of a sudden, it was like, okay, there this person has a shoulder thing right? that was labeled by uh, society. Or um, or healthcare provider, it's like uh, see plantar fasciitis. So then from there, of course, I, I would learn uh, about how to take care of the plantar fasciitis with some sort of protocol, and it, it helped for a little bit, right? So we could find a way to reduce pain and inflammation, supposedly, um, because somebody felt better. They felt better when they. Um, use a tennis ball to massage the bottom of their feet, or they felt better when um, they did the stretching thing for their, their calves, so the idea of stretching for their calves. And, and now, uh, that makes very little sense to me. And the reason it makes very little sense to me is because of one major idea. Instead of thinking about pain in an area and doing a local solution for a local pain or a local problem, it's it's a part of it's a part of a problem solving matrix, but it's not what defines it because that is linked to exactly what I'm going to talk about today, which is a body view. So the frame is number one, right? The frame, where and how am I framing this decision, which is number one out of all 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 decision making um, pieces. So. What is the frame or context of this decision? Uh, 
And if I'm a, if I'm working with a body and I'm working with forces, what do I view a body to be? And what do I view uh, another human to be? Right. So if if I do not have that defined, if I do not know what that is, I'm making decisions based upon what I already believe it to be. Whether whether I know it or not, I'm going to make decisions based upon that. So defining that actually becomes a really unique way to harness if you're going in the right direction for making the decisions moving forward towards your clients. Because if you believe that the, a human body is made out of stretchy material or Play-Doh type things, then yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense to do a whole lot of... Um, if you feel like you're going to like stretch out the fascia or you're going to change adhesions, like what, what, what are adhesions? What are they? Like what, what's been shown that like to make these adhesions or scar tissue up? And, and do I believe that my thumbs or a tool is going to do anything to break up those adhesions that, that I believe exist? So the body view becomes instrumental into understanding how to update my ideas of how I'm going to help another human being with with my skill set and be within my scope of practice and know exactly what I need to refer out and build a team of people to to fit in the deficits or the gaps, the stop gaps within my own framework. So the the muscle system specialist has their own uh, body view, and I've, I've adapted off of theirs, so mine's more of a bullet point. Um, so, like I view the body view that that I uh, I currently have is the body is an is a system, right? The body is a system. It emerges from a cellular and molecular memory, like right, to form various materials, right? Like forms two eyes and a nose, and for some reason it has the memory to do so from our our DNA. And it can be changed over exposure to our environment, which is the epigenome, right? Epigenetics. This requires energy and substrates for existence. So energy has to go into the system. Energy goes out of the system. It's an open, finite, thermodynamic system. It's the dynamics of energy. And it uh, communicates through various mediums, right? So it uses um, forces, it, it transduction, um, it uses neurons that, that um, uses different, different um, ionic gradients. It also uses hormones and peptides. It uses um, neuromodulators. It uses neurotransmitters. Um, many other ways in order to get messages across many cells, of which then forms different positive and negative feedback loops to achieve some sort of set point, which we call homeostasis. When the system makes an excursion away from that baseline, baseline that is what we term allostasis, and basically against a hormetic response, some sort of response that could be um, stressful, whether it's good stress or bad stress, doesn't matter, stressful to a system whose prime directives are to stay alive, navigate the environment, and to be socially connected or understood or loved. And also, the system processes 
go undetected by the individual for a majority of the system's existence. So a majority of what you do on a daily basis goes undetected. I mean, think about it. I mean, like, you have to think about um, pumping your blood. You have to think about digesting your food. You have to think about creating a peptide in your, your ribosome. Like, do you have to think about any of that stuff or does it just happen? Usually, we don't know something's happened until we can't do it or we have achieved it, achieved it now, we, now it's a loss. So, until, until there's a protective stance or a sense of recollection where someone's asking you about how something has changed, there is no context. So that's, that's my body view adapted from other people's body, body views. So that is not unique, but it is adapted to my own. And will it change? Yes, it will change, but also helps guide me towards what I view the body to be and how I, how I um, help people with their own unique force potentials for their body. Because if, if I don't think that force is, um, I, I should know much, much about forces and joints and torques and, and all these pieces of the thing that I dispense for people, then that's how I'm going to practice. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just the way things are. So I guess ask yourself, what is your body view? Sit down, write it out. Um, if you want to adopt uh, someone else's body view, that's a good place to start. And then from there, learn um, maybe why they chose specific terms or words to describe the feelings and the sensations um, and the emotions, especially the emotions contextually, because emotions are a social structure, like Lisa Feldman Barrett talks about and how emotions are made. It's an excellent read. Um, and that can be tuned. That can help tune your body to, to find the exact word to describe a scenario. So hopefully that this resonates with, uh, with someone out there that is looking for uh, a why to align themselves with their practice because this is about alignment. This is about, okay, I know what I want to do. I know exactly how I am approaching this. And if, if it feels out of alignment, maybe go back to that body view and see if how you're practicing aligns with how you view a body to even exist helps a lot. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate it when you share this with other people that, that can benefit from this. And um, let me know if, uh, if this helps you, you know, uh, rate, the, rate the podcast, give us a review, give me a review. And also if there's anything else that's uh, been on your mind to, uh, to discuss and talk about for a little bit different point of view on, um, on being a gym owner, business owner, and, uh, and a personal trainer. I'll catch you guys next time. Have a great day.